house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this concert a little bit. Did I rush it? Felt like I rushed it. was good. I liked it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. What's up? On the ones and twos, Joseph Ascani. What up, what up? All right, episode 133, NCAA, uh, college football week 12, NFL week 11. We're pretty much there at the uh, the nitty-gritty now. What, two weeks of college football regular season left? Um, Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> we play LSU's got UAB and then uh, Missouri. A&M. Missouri. A&M, yeah. Then we got Army, Navy. Yep. So uh, first things first, good news. Um, took us a while, but we finally pulled the winner of the $100 for 100 subscriber giveaway. The winner is Chuck Digi underscore 219. That is his YouTube uh, handle. Chuck Digi, D-I-G-I underscore 219. Congratulations. You won the $100 giveaway, a hat, a shirt. You can reach out to us either on Twitter Instagram or YouTube and uh, get us your information and we'll get you everything sent your way. Uh, but again, Chuck Digi underscore two one nine. You got anything to say to him? Yeah, we're sending it all in $1 casino chips. <laughs> 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 all right. Episode 133. Um, we will do our best and worst. The top three. Did you, did you do your top three? Yeah. Uh. No, yeah, I mean, off the top of your head again. It's not that. I mean, yeah, it's not. It's like an it. easy one. Yeah, top three Thanksgiving dishes of all time. Your best. You, what you're going to? Number one, number two, number three, uh, all lined up on the the Thanksgiving buffet. What you're going to? So it's individually. Yeah, it could be something that you don't eat on Thanksgiving. Uh, you see what I'm I saying? Mean, it's got to be Thanksgiving food. Okay, cool. Like it's not going to be like. Yeah, it's not a fucking McDouble. I get it. Yeah. Well, good. Do you get it? Yes. I just don't think that y'all do what I do on Thanksgiving. I don't want to know what you do on Thanksgiving. Look at me, buddy. We'll find out at the end. Uh, all right. Best thing you saw this week? Oh, um, Texas A&M. Dude. What they they lost again. They're, uh, it's they're, kind of crazy. That's why I said, when is Jimbo? They're 3-7. and seven. Saying, I've been saying, when is Jimbo Fisher? Well, this is just seat? different now. Like, They're not going to go to a bowl game this year. They're officially... Yeah, out had the highest the, the most expensive recruiting class jimbo fisher dude he's he's stuck in the stone age well like at first when we were talking about it a couple weeks ago after those players were his players smoking weed or whatever age. Yeah. um i was like and there's no way they give him the money but i mean he keeps just he just <laughs> keeps losing no yeah it's i mean it is kind of remarkable like they were saying like they were a national championship contender this yeah year. they were ranked in the top we 10 six about, or something we to start the year about max johnson dude Oh yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. They fucking fell for that trap. Um, so all right, our best of the week apparently is going to be kind of intertwined somewhat. Should I go first or you go first? You can. Will it mess up yours? No. All right. So my best of the week. So me and Joseph were at a wedding um, in Destin, Florida. Joseph stood in the wedding. This is our buddy Brandon. Congrats, yes. Brandon. Congratulations again to Brandon. Uh, he's in the Bahamas right now, uh, living it up. So Brandon had two best men. We're only going to get into one of them. Uh, one was Jesse. He's been on this podcast uh, 
multiple times. There's actually an unreleased episode of this podcast that will <laughs> never be out. Um, Jesse was the best man, and I used best loosely. And he got up there. So let me just set the table for you. We we um, Brandon and Crystal were already married, so it was more of like a, a, a the first like celebration, everybody together. They went through the formalities and all of that. So then we go to the reception and they're doing their intros and whatnot. And Jesse has been drinking for 10 hours at this point. So Jesse was stumbling on his way down the aisle uh, of the, of the wedding itself. So, and again, we preface this. We love Jesse, Jesse's family. Um, So Jesse, the DJ gets up and says, all right, everybody can go get their food and get situated. And then we'll come back and we'll do festivities. Well, Jesse, I was looking across the room, so I saw the DJ motion the the microphone to him, but I don't know if he said, like, hey, I got something to say. Jesse gets the microphone as everyone's getting up to go get food. They go back and sit down, and everyone's confused. And Jesse goes on a nine-minute best man speech. And Jesse didn't say much of anything for nine minutes. (laughs) For nine minutes. I have seven and a half minutes recorded. Only I only stopped recording because Joseph's trying to he Joseph's giving him the like wrap it up like sign. So I was like, all right, I got this. I had to stop recording. I put my phone down and I just started as soon as he paused for a second, I just started clapping as loud as I could. Yeah. Like gave him his standing ovation and everyone like fucking like Jesse just won a goddamn Oscar. <laughs> his, and this was his acceptance speech. Just starts giving him the loudest round of applause. Well, Jesse just stood there, soaked it all in, waited for it to stop, and then went for another, like, two minutes. Continued. Didn't get the picture. Didn't get down. He starts the speech off with, he gets the mic. He goes, shit. It's like, so he just, that's exactly what he said. (laughs) Shit. And he's walking around. And so, you know, he just said, like, what was in his brain, like, what he was thinking. But he just said it into the mic. He goes, what did he say? He said, he said, what's there, everybody? How's everybody doing? And then he goes, What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? Straightens up real Yeah, quick, like huh? he slurred it so bad. And he's like, y'all know me. I'm Jesse. <laughs> Dude, we're like, oh, my God. He was talking about when he first met Brandon. He's like, I fucking hated Brandon. Brandon was a douchebag. So I had a party at my house. He said, y'all know me. I was a party guy. That's what he, he said it like four times. He's like, I was a party guy. There was parties in my house. There was a party house. And so... He went on like two minutes of how he hated Brandon. I was about to yell out and be like, get to the part where y'all became friends. When's the good part? Yeah, when did y'all like each other? Um, Long story short, Jesse, literally like a nine to ten minute speech. And then the bride had to interrupt him. Be like, Jesse, you're going to give another speech later. And he's like, we'll just take Crystal out of the speech. And like kept going. He just took the bride out of the speech. We look over. That was the funniest part was when we look over Alex on the other side of the room and he's like looking at us over the booth and he's like yeah just pretty sure that was everybody's reaction just oh it was such a bad speech and people were so confused like and he just stood up there would not get rid of the microphone that was how the night started um the bar was set very low for best men speeches um but i mean it takes guts to get up there and 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 speak for he would have done a lot better if he hadn't gotten as drunk as he was. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. He he meant well. He meant well. And he had, like, decent bass points, but he just started freestyling. And it was like... Nothing wrapped in with the other... No, the no. Point. It was bad. It was it was the worst speech I've ever seen. 
Uh, but and he talked about bringing down the house at Ryan's wedding, which I don't doubt that he that he did. He probably didn't drink too much and probably had a great speech. But that was not the case on this one. People were getting restless. People yeah. were chirping him. He talked about Brandon offering to hire him for seven twenty five an hour, and he goes, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And the the like, elderly hey, in the room were like, "Language." Down. They said, "Language." Like he's he was it was bad. It was really yeah. bad. Uh, but that was the best thing I saw this week. That so. kind of ties, <laughs> ties into mine. Another Jesse thing. Uh, we uh, the first night we got there, uh, Jesse was the only one who really didn't want to go to bed after we all got back to the place. And, oh uh, yeah. And uh, so he's like, "Please, can we stop and get some beer and go to the beach?" Did you well, see my Snapchat? Oh well, it, I'm glad he did say something because I had fun out there. It was the sand was oh, yeah. awesome. Uh, it was cold, yeah. clean beach. It was awesome, and uh, we were having some fun, chilling, drinking some beers, and and uh, we can't, I don't know we can't do I, anything without competition. It has to be suing. competition somewhere. I don't know whose idea it was, but Jesse and Alec ended up racing. Yeah, because Alec was talking on the about beach. how fast he was. Even in the sand, he can run a four, whatever. And we're like, no, yeah, you can't. No, they both were You're slow not that as fast. Fuck. Well, they raced, and uh, the whole way down, they're just like. They're right next to each other. I told them to spread yeah, they were out. Fucking holding hands. the whole time. They're just like hitting each other's arms, and then the case of beer is where Logan's like finishing at finishing the race. Jesse just trips right at the end, and his whole body just goes straight into the beer, busts the beer open, and he's just face plants right into the sand. It was amazing. Here, I'll just show you. Better, yeah, better scene than what I just said. <laughs> He <laughs> was like stuck in the sand. Look, he like stayed there for a minute, dude. He like face planted right into a full case of beer. So that was awesome. That was that was the best thing. Yeah, no, that was hilarious. Um, yeah, it's always something's always got to break out, and now next thing you know, fun weekend. They're running the forty on the beach. Yeah, Yeah. it was fun. It was memorable. Um, I had fun. What was uh, what was the worst thing you saw? Oh shit, my bad. Um, where'd you go just then? Huh? Where'd you just go, I, dude? I have a fucking thing, dude. I hit hit shit with my hands. No, yeah, but like before that, you went somewhere. No, I was getting ready to talk about my thing. Oh, okay. Well, you said you you said sorry. I was I thought you. Just yeah, it's because like out. sometimes when I'm washing dishes and shit, there'll be like a fork in this uh, thing that holds forks, and then I'll hit them all back into the uh, <laughs> sink. I'm like, fuck me. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to talk about um Chauncey Gardner Johnson leading the uh, yeah yeah. I mean that. Yeah, that's no, a good one. yeah, I mean, he's got three times as that's many interceptions as us. Yeah. Um, yeah. We got rid of our best player on defense. Good God. But it's like he's a liability in coverage. I don't get it. it. But I guess he's not. He was, but I guess he's not. I'll take him over the honey badger. But he keeps getting these, like, favorable. Yeah. Inter- but you, but you still so keep – but he yeah. keeps getting them. So, yeah, I mean, it, you say so what? It's like fucking I could go out there and get some yeah, of those. dude, come on. No, yeah. he They're, like, thrown up into double coverage horrible throws. But that's why I said you do. It doesn't matter. There's a lot of the league leading intercept. Uh, like Trayvon Diggs got a lot of fucking tip balls. I mean, that's just how it goes. So I get it. Yeah, I mean, you got to be around the ball. We always praise Tyron Matthew for that. So, um, worst thing I saw this week was the three Virginia players getting shot and killed. Yeah, and yeah, then it was terrible. Two of two students. One was in stable condition. The other was in critical. Last I saw it, on, I didn't get an update, so I don't know if he made it or not. Um. But one of them was like a contrib. Not that it, not that it matters if whether they contributed or not. But one was like their leading receiver and for touchdowns. So mm-hmm. it's kind awful. of like unbelievable. Yeah, one it's of the awful. people. It was a former player. 
they didn't die. I think they were were um, injured, but they went to university lab at LSU's campus for high school. Oh, One of really? the players, mm. yeah, or it might have been a player. Well, I thought th- I thought all three players died. Yeah, one there was a fourth person shot. Oh, really? He survived. Though. Damn. They arrested the suspect, I think, right? Yeah, they got him. Yeah, yeah fuck that dumb piece of shit, dude. Yeah. I don't know any of the details, but there's no justification, obviously. So it's like you don't even need the details. That, right. Dude, right. It's just wild. It's crazy when shit like that happens. And it's like, I mean, literally, I was like, Pitt was my fucking lock. They were playing Virginia. It's like those players were, I was watching, like, mm-hmm. like rejoicing in their failure. Like, but that's. Like, you don't think about shit like that. So, I don't know. Whenever shit like that happens, it, like, puts stuff into perspective. But it's also, like, why can't people just fucking go about their lives? Like, why are you... I don't know. They don't know why he did it or anything? I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. I don't know any of the details. Um, I just know that they got him. So, but, I mean, really fucking, really fucking tragic stuff. So... I don't know. That was the worst thing I saw this week by far. What was uh? What was I was going to mention that, but um, another one was the the Yasiel Puig, the sports betting. I don't know if y'all saw that. No, what did he do? Was it like? Did you see that? I saw a glimpse of it. It's like know he the bet on in, in a three month span. He bet on eight hundred. He made eight hundred ninety nine bets, and now he's like probably done. While he was playing, yeah. Oh God, he's done. on baseball. He was betting. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see if it was on baseball or not, but. If he's betting on be. fucking cricket, it's like, who cares? Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah, but I guess 899. So he's betting every day. Like, Pretty much. Gotta be. I guess if he's, yeah, if he's done, then yeah, it had to be on baseball. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. I mean, he could probably bet on any other sport, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So that was wild, I thought. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear anything about that. I um, just saw it today. All right. That's everybody's, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right, episode 133. Like I said, college football week 12, NFL week 11. We are, uh, I mean, we're down to the nitty-gritty for sure. You had a uh, a bounce-back week from your first down week, so that was good. Didn't compound uh, Yeah. two bad weeks, even though you could have had, uh, I mean, nearly there with the LSU minus three. That, that yeah, it was a little aggravating yeah. few of the games. Yeah, we'll get in, uh, we'll get in that. So, I started off my week. Is it safe to say? Let's be honest. I mean, I need I need some credit <laughs> where I can get it. Sitting at 46, 46, and three. But I'm 17 and four betting midweek college football. And that is remarkable in my brain. And it should be remarkable in everybody else's as well. I went three. I mean, granted, you went two and zero oh midweek, uh, but we were on one of the same. But three and zero oh for me. Winner Wednesday, winner Thursday, winner Friday. If, yep. there, if there's and to be quite honest, um, uh, spoiler, I don't really like really any of the midweek games this week. I feel like I owe it to the people to give something out, but I don't want to just give out anything. You can't not bet it if you've been that good. Sure, you can, oh, but please. I don't. I really don't like what any kind of the games. Shit is but um, Central Michigan in a pick'em. I'm trying to let me remember because there was a lot of shit that happened this weekend. A lot more shit than y'all will ever know. Um, Let's see. So we had, that's right, Central Michigan and Buffalo. So this one started out fucking horrible. This one started out really, really bad, 24-7 to at halftime. We end up outscoring them 24-3 to in the second half. So they, um, 
I, I, that's why I said Buffalo wouldn't be able to stop the run. I didn't think they would. In the first half, they did. Second half, first play of the second half was like a 75-yard touchdown run. And then the quarterback for Buffalo, I mean for Central Michigan, just fucking put the team on his back. Uh, Richardson didn't really play too much because it turned out to where Buffalo couldn't stop the run, and they just kept running it with Emmanuel Jr. 24 carries, 293 yards, and three touchdowns. It was remarkable. The referees tried their best to absolutely fuck me in this one. I sent it to you, but you oh, were yeah, in boxing. I remember. Dude, he was nowhere near down. I have a picture of it. Completely stretches across the goal line. They go and review it and and say he was down on the one, and they get stuffed four times in a row. I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. I think that was before. They weren't winning at that point. <coughs> they may. I don't know. It was cri- It was a critical fucking moment in the game. But nonetheless, that's why I said Jim McElwain, he owns the Mac. I don't know how Central Michigan's as bad as they are record-wise, but we bet on them twice. They've won- Actually, we bet on them more than twice, but the last two times we bet on them, they covered both. Um, I know they played Penn State earlier, and they covered, I'm pretty well, sure. You had them against Oklahoma <coughs> State, and they covered. Yes, back door. Back door was open. Daniel Richardson First, let them down, let them down the there. Week zero? Yeah, it might have been. Um all right, Georgia Southern on Thursday. Georgia Southern UL. This one, I mean, very very similar. I felt like um, I felt like UL had a good chance here, and they did. Georgia Southern can't stop the run. That's what I was saying. Same thing. It, much like Central Michigan, if you can't stop the run, you can't win the game. So Georgia Southern tried to just throw it. They threw it fifty three times, but UL had two hundred forty two yards, averaged six point two yards a carry. Neither had great success on third down, but UL kept moving the chains on fourth. So 36-17 win. We cash in with another winner on Thursday. ECU plus five. This was your lock of the week, so I'll let you, if you have anything to chime in once we go to your recap, um, you can. But ECU plus five, a winner on uh, Friday. Navy plus 16.5. I felt like it was too many points for a lackluster Notre Dame offense. Well, Notre Dame put up a shitload of points in this one in the first half, and then way more than I was hoping. Well, then Navy gets it going in the second half, actually makes this a game, loses by three, so they cover. My lock of the week, this one reassured my uh, my ability to do this. Pitt minus three and a half. It made the most sense no matter how you looked at it. Analytically, eye test, like I said, I felt like they were going to live in the backfield and, and be able to sack Armstrong multiple times throughout the game. So I said Narduzzi can do two things, run the ball, play good defense, First two offensive plays for Virginia both resulted in a pick six, and that was remarkable. That was such a great start to go up 14 nothing. They ran it all over them. They had eight sacks. They won by 30. It was, I mean, a runaway. You were on it as well. An absolute runaway, and I needed it for my lock of the week. Uh, so we started out with five consecutive winners, 5-0 and o to start this week. I thought we were about to take them for everything they had, and we followed that up with four consecutive losers. App State minus one. Marshall gets it done there. App State, I mean, come on. Mississippi State plus 16.5. They had a chance there late to get back in, kind of backdoor their way inside the number, but the wide receiver dropped a fourth and five. I don't know if you were watching. Fourth and five over the middle drops. It would have probably would have had room to run and probably would have been able to uh, go and get inside the number. I mean, the Georgia, uh-huh. at this point, Georgia wasn't doing much. Oregon and Washington over 72, 71 points scored. Yeah, I saw that, and I was kind of like, because this game would have been good for LSU, for Oregon to lose, yes. and I was like, oh, shit, he needs Oregon to um 
What, they lose them by three? Yeah, they lost. Yeah. Okay, so it was like, yeah, the best thing I was here was going to be they could, be go they could overtime. overtime and yeah. lose. But Yes. Uh, but, yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. Did they come out with the rankings? Did LSU move up? Um, they should be coming out, like, as we're recording right uh, now. Okay. And then Texas minus seven. You were on it as well. Uh, I didn't get to watch this one as closely as I wanted to because we were at that wedding. So, um, regardless, start out 5-0. and oh, I go 0-4, oh follow it up. Uh, but you went 3-2-1, and one, which is basically for you this year, basically a down week, but a turnaround from what we did last week. Yeah, like you, I started off hot. I was 3-0 and oh to start. And then we get to the LSU game. The offense struggled here. The defense, though. Harold Perkins. Harold Perkins saved the day. Harold Perkins better be wearing the seven next year. Oh. Got I mean, to. Yeah. Got. Um, but, yeah, this was annoying because then they switched the quarterback. And, of course, like on yeah. that first drive with the uh, the third-string quarterback's a much better thrower than the Hornsby. Than Malik Hornsby. Yeah. But um, they caught they caught us in one-on-one, and it was a good throw for a yeah. touchdown when we were up by 10. So we ended up only winning by three. Um. Then Texas minus seven. This game was annoying. Texas had zero offensive touchdowns. And TCU didn't really have much success on offense either. Yeah. Um, Texas' only touchdown come from a scoop and score, I think. Yep. And then Wake Forest minus four. This is one that I felt kind of good at, about. <laughs> um, they they started off slow because they, they didn't score in North Carolina. Got out to fourteen nothing, then Wake fought back. And honestly, in the second half, I really thought Wake Forest was gonna. They, I thought they made the adjustments they needed to. They got the ball down to like the ten yard line and, and ended up going for it on fourth and three. It was, mm-hmm. I think they were up by one at the time, so I would have kicked the field goal yeah. to go up four, and then you're forcing North Carolina to have to score a touchdown. But I mean, the way the game was going, both teams were scoring with ease. Um, so we lost that one. We yeah. lost our first, our final two. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you had a very similar, um, very similar end to your week, just like I did. But um, yeah, so three, two, and one for you. Um, Joseph had one and two. You went one and two. Yeah. Okay. You hit on Washington State minus seven and a half. UNC Wake over seventy six and a half. I don't know what that one ended at, but seventy. Okay, and then you, TCU Texas over sixty four and a half. That one didn't really get not even close. Yeah, well, yeah, no offensive touchdowns. For no, Texas, it was like so, seventeen to ten. Yeah, not what I saw. So I go five and four. That brings me back to even forty six, forty six and three, five six and one in my locks of the week. Uh, three two and one brings Nick to forty five twenty eight and four, which is damn good but not as good as going 10-1-1 and in your locks of the week. How does that feel? <laughs> He's on well, it's something right that now. I was um, – what, what I said when we first um, started this season that I wanted to emphasize trying to hit the – find find a good bet each week. Because, like, before last year and then the years before, it was more like I would just find all the games I like and then I would be like, oh, I don't know which one yeah. I want to make my lock. So it's just approaching it a little bit different. Yeah. And then, Joseph, you went one and two. That brings you to 18, 26, <laughs> and one, six and six in your locks of the week. Um, All right. So with that being said, we look ahead to week 12 of college football. It is flying by. And this is, uh, I mean, it's, 
it's been crunch time, but it's getting every week that goes by, it's even more crunch time. So for us, at least you're just in a, just keep chipping away type. Yeah. Of, uh, but it's kind of like you want to get as much as you can before it's over. Yeah. And def- we have to start betting basketball. I know college basketball is also back. I'm not touching it for a minute. Toledo uh, tonight is playing uh, Bowling Green. They were like 15 and a half point favorites. They're down 21 to nothing because it's Maction. So, and you can't <coughs> fucking trust anything. Oh, action. I hate Maction. So you're talking about football? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah, I know that was a, I just saw it. That was a segue. So yeah. All right. Um, all right. Yeah. NCAA. I keep saying NCAA like it's a goddamn video game. College football week 12. Do you have anything during the uh, during the middle of the week? I have a Friday game. Okay, I was considering the Thursday game. Um, I did as well, but I'm just gonna leave it alone. What side were you leaning? Um, Tulane. Yeah, but it scares me because fucking SMU. I, that's the side I was leaning as well, and I very well may take it. SMU obviously the high powered offense and all of that. I feel like it's like, is it inflated because of what Mordecai did? Like with the 10 touchdowns, I don't even know how you fucking do that in one game, but the strength of Tulane's defenses are secondary. Mm-hmm. They struggle to stop the run a little bit, which I understand could open up the passing game, but the strength is their secondary and SMU wants to throw the ball. So I, I think, yeah, I think I would lean. I think I would lean Tulane with the points currently. I'm not going to take it. I do have it writ- written <laughs> down, but not not to where I'm giving it out. Um, but I'll let you lead it off. What's your Friday? San Diego State minus 14 at New Mexico. New Mexico State. Uh, no, this is just New Mexico. New Mexico sucks, mm-hmm. but San Diego State isn't that good either. Both teams are allowing over 5.3 yards per play, and both of the offenses on third down are some of the worst in the country. San Diego State ranking 121 <coughs> and New Mexico State ranking 130th. It's a little bit scary here because it's kind of like a spot bet here where New Mexico State has lost seven in a row all by at least two possessions. I, I think they find a way to finally keep one close here, so I'm going to go ahead and um, take the points at home with New Mexico. What do you have the number at? 14 and a half. Okay. Yeah, you may have you may have already said that. Um, okay, that is the second game on Friday. Um, I think yeah, maybe it is. So. Yeah, yeah. They're both oh, they're close. both right around the same time. Okay, uh, Joe, do you have anything midweek? Nope. All right. I first one that I'm looking at is uh, it's going to be a it's a tough one, but I'm going to take um, it's Wisconsin Nebraska. I'm going to take the under forty. It's a low number, obviously, but there's projected 20 mile an hour winds in the forecast below freezing temperature at kickoff. That mixed with a stout Wisconsin defense, uh, a struggling Nebraska offense, and a a good Wisconsin run game, but a lot left to be desired at quarterback. I, I just think I think Nebraska is going to struggle to <coughs> score the football, and then this is just I mean we know what you're getting with Wisconsin. It's a low number. I'm still I'm going to take the under. Under 40. Let's see. I just want to make sure it hasn't moved. Yeah, under 40. 20-plus mile-an-hour wins. Should have been an easy win with Notre Dame-Clemson when the win was a factor, but 
It was not. Hopefully, we can get one this time. You have anything at eleven? Um, no. I was looking at Michigan. I was as well. Um, what is it? Eighteen and a half. Eighteen. I thought I saw seventeen and a half earlier, but it could have moved. I see eighteen currently. Um. Yeah, you got seventeen and a half at um. FanDuel, <laughs> Bet MGM, Barstool. Yeah. Yeah, I was um. Chase Brown injured his leg late last week's game, mm-hmm. and he's their best player by far. Um, they're saying he's going to be on track to play, but it like he was like, like it looked serious for a while, but then then you look at it, it looked to me like he rolled his ankle a little bit. But yeah, I mean, if he isn't a hundred percent, then it could be a problem. The biggest thing that worried me here was how strong Illinois' defense is, so it could just kind of be like. Maybe seventeen and a half is too many, you know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't uh, obviously didn't feel good enough to take it, but I would lean Michigan. It's hard not to with that with the way Michigan's team is. It's like I really like Michigan. I think Michigan has a better chance this year than they did last year. Yeah. So, um, how many total do you have for Saturday, Joseph? Four. Okay. Do you? What's your first one? Uh, first one <clears throat> is at eleven a.m. Um, I'm going Baylor. Plus two and a half over TCU. Okay. <coughs> and this is sort of a, um, this is kind of a spot play here too. Um, Baylor's just coming off a, a beat down. They just got beat up thirty-one to three by Kansas State, and and TCU is coming off a hard-fought win against Texas. Uh, I don't, I don't really care that it's a home dog. I mean, it's a home dog here. I mean, I do care that it's a home dog here. Sorry, I'm a little discombobulated right now. Um, so them getting points and it's only a two and a half, which I thought was really weird and fishy. So I think a lot of people are going to, um, take that bait and jump on a TCU. And I think that's what the public wants you to do. So I'm gonna go Baylor plus two and a half. Yeah. Uh, I would lean Baylor as well. Yeah. Baylor's at home. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, did, um, I, did I say TCU was, you said a home dog. Well, they are home dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Baylor. Is. Okay. Yeah, that he, makes he, sense. Yeah, he oh, said no, he I, I said the opposite. He said that he didn't care that they were home dogs, but it's good that they're home dogs. Yeah, that's what, what I meant. Okay, um, it's all fucked up there. Yeah, I saw three earlier today. So, um, plus three. I, I again, I, I don't. <coughs> yeah, I would take Baylor as well. I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going. But to I think either, TCU. But. I don't. I don't know what happened in that game last week. Yeah. I mean, obviously their defense played well, but it's like they also didn't score many points either. They mm-hmm. kind of got right. – they hit on an explosive play for one of their touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, I would lean I would lean Baylor. You think um, that's why this line could be so close at three? I think people – and meaning people like – um. These big pro bettors are are looking for to bet against TCU, you know, right? Because they're obviously a public favorite and shit like mm-hmm. that. So, yep, they're looking for value there. All I right, I uh, my next one. I'm looking at Marshall minus four against Georgia State, Georgia Southern. Sorry. Um, obviously, seen both of these teams. Marshall just burned me last week when I took App State. <laughs> I just this is just how much I don't like Georgia Southern and their quarterback 
and just the entire offense as a whole. They're just not very good. They they don't scare me. Marshall's defense continues to impress. They're the number one third down defense in the country. Georgia Southern allows nearly 480 yards of offense. So for a Marshall team that may struggle to put up points, this is going to be an easy enough uh, matchup that they should find themselves in the end zone. But their defense <laughs> is the, the key here. I, I just really don't like Georgia Southern at all. So I'm going to take Marshall minus four. What is your next one for uh, Saturday? Um, Houston at East Carolina. I'm going to end up rolling with the Cougars here. I thought it's plus it. six. I'm a little worried about it because I have zero faith in Houston's defense. You were talking about Mordecai earlier, 10 touchdowns that came against the Houston defense. Um, but Keaton Mitchell got knocked out of the game last week. I don't know his status is, we don't know yet. Um, and then their, their quarterback Colton Ehlers has a non, an injury to his non throwing shoulder. So he's a little bit banged up. I'm just a little – I think six is too many to be given Houston right here. I think their offense is too good. So I'm going to roll with Houston plus six. Okay. All right. Let's see. All right, another one I'm taking. This one – this may be at 11. I might have jumped out of order. I don't know. I don't know when it is. Um, I'm taking – I'm going to Penn State Rutgers. Are you touching this? Um, no, no. All right. I'm taking Penn state minus 19. I'm going to lay the points here. Their only two losses have been to Ohio state and Michigan outside of that. And, and then a, a close fault Purdue game, Purdue game outside of that, they've smashed everyone. The 30 to nothing win over Maryland really impressed me. They held Maryland to 134 total yards of offense, only 11 first downs. I don't see Rutgers able to do much here offensively. Penn State, just make sure you don't turn the ball over, which is why Nebraska couldn't get the job done against Rutgers, and Nebraska's not a good football team. If you can hold on to the football, don't allow them any extra chances. I think Penn State should run away with this one. Historically, they dominate Rutgers. The the head-to-head matchup is not even close, not even close. So, um, yeah, with that being said, I'm, I'm going to take the Nittany Lions minus 19. Uh, what is your next one? Um, Ole Miss minus two and a half at Arkansas. Both of these offense can, offenses can run the football, and the defenses really aren't that good. I feel like this is going to be kind of like a release of points where these two offenses have kind of not really Ole Miss has so much, but Arkansas has kind of struggled in the past two games. Ole Miss, what they score twenty four against Alabama last week, and then yeah. before that they've kind of struggled for the past two games. I feel like going against these two defenses, I'm expecting points here. Um, KJ Jefferson status, his return isn't official yet, so that's a big thing to keep an eye on here. But I, I'm gonna go uh, Ole Miss, Arkansas over sixty and a half. Okay. Do you feel um, tap that whenever you're gonna cough? Right. Um, do you feel confident with the third string potentially being the quarterback? Yeah, well, that's the other. I think like here, this this he he was a late scratch last week. Like people knew his status was Who, up Jefferson? in the air, but yeah, all of last week the line indicated that he was playing until yeah. the very end, and that line ballooned up to LSU minus six. I mean, the dude's always hurt. That's what I said coming into this year, even last year. He's always limping. He's always doing shit. And it's I mean, like, I don't even know who those if they're gonna start who next yeah. week if it's Hornsby yeah. or the other dude. Yeah, it, 
And like, I remember when he was coming back from the head injury, he was still like diving into people and shit. And it's like, why, why are you not taking care of you? Why are you not protecting yourself? I don't get it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm expecting him to play, but, um, it's not official yeah. yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. I have, I think I've given three so far. I've got two and then my lock, maybe three and then my lock. All right. I am going to the later games. Um, I don't know what I just did there. All right. Are you touching USC, UCLA? Um, I was thinking about it. Okay. I got this at a number that I don't know if you're able to still get it at. So I didn't really fish or I didn't search, but I saw two today. I got this at UCLA plus three last night. Can you look around and maybe by the grace of God, we find something at three? There's two and a halves. Fuck. But there's also one and a halves. Okay. Did you look uh, yesterday? Well, I placed the bet last night, yeah. I thought I saw it at plus four. I never saw no. it at plus four. I Maybe don't know. No. Did you? No. I Yeah, I don't. I thought it opened at three. I It could. It might have opened. It probably opened at more, actually. Uh, who knows? <laughs> I, I'm taking UCLA plus three. So, if it's at two and a half now, I'm telling everybody to fucking, at, you, at some point in time, it'll be plus three. There'll be money that comes in on UC, on USC. Take UCLA plus three. That's what I'm, I'm backing UCLA plus three. I've like, I've had said already on this podcast, I've had my eye on this game since week one. I've had a close eye on both of these teams. UCLA has just lost to Arizona. Their playoff chances are done, but USC still has somewhat of a chance. I really don't know how they would work their way in. Sure, it's possible, but I'm sure they're still playing with the intention of, like, they can still get in. I don't see really the avenue that they do. I don't know about you, but. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different things that could happen right now. I know Michigan and Ohio State. They were saying Oregon had a chance, and then once that happened, they are like, oh, UC, USC's the Pac-12's last hope. But it's like, yeah, and then it's fitting that the Pac-12, they very well may cannibalize each other this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like, is Michigan, Michigan and Ohio State, if that if that's their one loss, they probably both still get into the playoff, don't you think? Um, It depends on how it goes, you know? I guess if TCU wins out and... and but yeah. It, but it's like, would, would a one-loss Tennessee get in over a one-loss Ohio State or Michigan? I would think no. Yeah, it depends on how that game goes. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I get what you're saying. If it's a if it's a one Ohio State, Michigan have to play. Kind of like last yeah, year. Yeah, and Michigan if Michigan gets them out the crushes building. them, then yeah, or or vice versa. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So yeah, I. You see, USC still has somewhat of a chance. There's nothing more that Chip Kelly and the Bruins would like than to send USC and their playoff hopes packing. Give me the Bruins getting points at home with a USC team that struggles to stop the run. Zach Charbonnet averages 7.5 yards per carry. I think UCLA will try to take the air out of the ball. I am also <coughs> taking the under 75. Okay. Which it don't, That's a risky bet. It is. It is. But, yeah, that's which way I would lean to with, with the under. I just think these overs, they just get – there's just too no, big. no room for error. Like both of these teams, I have some notes. Both of these teams are si- are similar. 
I think you can expect both of these teams to have success running the football. UCLA, 3.7 line yards per rush, and USC, 3.6 line yards per rush. Offensively, both teams have a tremendous amount of set of success on standard downs, and defensively, they both struggle on standard yep. downs. So it's like that's why the number's as big as it is, but when you just look at it overall, how close these two teams are together statistically, it's like you might as well just take the team getting the points here. Yeah, that's how home. I feel. Yeah, no, that's how I feel. It's it's a spotty USC defense. We've seen this. I mean, Arizona just put up points on them, but then they also put up points on UCLA. So it's yeah. like maybe Arizona's a little better than people uh, are giving them credit. But I said it from the get-go, dude, with Rice. Rice, I was lucky to cover that number with USC against Rice. Very lucky. Fortunate for pick sixes and all of that. USC is susceptible to have teams run all over them. And then I like Dorian Thompson Robinson. I like his ability to scramble more than I like Caleb Williams because US UCLA struggles with mobile quarterbacks as well. I like his ability to scramble more than I do Caleb Williams. I haven't looked into, I tried to, I haven't seen much on the Jordan Addison front. I know he's been battling an injury for a minute now. Um, as far as I know, he's he's going to play. But if he didn't play, that would be fantastic because he's extremely fucking good. Um, but I'm pretty sure he played last week. No, he didn't. Wait, yeah, maybe he did. He had one catch for two yards. I don't know. Regardless, I don't know if he re-aggravated anything. I couldn't really find too much on it. I hate, I hate college football from that standpoint of, like, you never know. Who's going to play? They keep it so close to the vest. So uh, I'm taking the Bruins plus three. I'm also taking the under 75. Are you t- you're not touching anything in this game as of yeah? Now? No, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the points. The Bruins. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like it. Uh, with that being said, yeah, we are sitting at 14, four and two on agreement picks in college football. So that's pretty good. Um, all right, Joseph. What is your uh, next play for Saturday? <laughs> that same game. I'm on the over 74 and a half. Hmm. I know I just got burned. At seventy six and a half last week, but yeah, I think uh, you touched on it a little bit. They're still fighting USC to get in by some long shot, but they still got a lot to play for. Still got the Pac twelve championship, um, and both these defense can give up a lot of points. And uh, so I think both of them will be slinging it, and both quarterbacks are capable. So I think there'll be a lot of points here. Yeah, I, but it's kind of like your Baylor TCU pick, like. I feel like Baylor's the right side because the public's going to be all over TCU, <laughs> whereas I feel like everyone's going to be on the over in this one. I could be wrong. Yeah. But. And it's pretty high. Yeah, it's high. Just generally, like, in the games you expect this, it's like sometimes, yeah, just there's a lot of points, but a lot of times it's w- what's going on, you know? Why aren't these teams scoring more? Exactly. And it's all, like all it takes is, like, yeah, the first drive to you set have a like, field goal and a miss. Yeah. And then it's like. There's no room for error. so Yeah, there's so little room for error on, on totals this big. Yeah. So um, another one I'm looking at is, well, how many more do you have before you lock? Um, I don't know. I had a few that I didn't. You were considering? Yeah, that I didn't go with yet. Yeah. Maybe he's going to get a lozenge. <laughs> I don't know. Good God. Um. Yeah. All right. Um. What are you looking at? 
I've got one more in the my lock. I'm looking at the Utah Oregon over 61 and a half. It's okay. A much lower number um, than the Oregon game that I was just on. But, well, no, no, it's not. It was, yeah, yeah, it was. It was 72. So, Oregon secondary is a problem. It is. Oregon secondary is a problem. We just saw Washington beat Oregon outright, which not many people saw coming. Um, I think that Cam Rising will be able to take advantage of the secondary, but also, too, this Utah defense, which is a highly touted defense, the two tests that they've had, they've given up 42 points to both, USC and UCLA. Both put up 42 on them. This is a susceptible, a susceptible Utah defense as well. I could very much see this turning into a back and forth. So at 61 and a half, I'll go ahead and I'll take the over there. You got anything on this one? I was going to take Utah. I was leaning Utah as well with the points. Um, I'm looking at some pictures I took. This game was kind of like the game we just mentioned where UCLA, USC, both teams have a lot of success um, offensively. On standard downs, but defensively, I mean, they're not terrible, whereas the other game we talked about, they were. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just take Utah here just because I like rising better than Bo Nix. Yeah. Um, that's definitely the side I was leaning. I very nearly took Utah as I well. I think both teams are so similar, just like the game we just talked about where they can run the football. Both yeah. teams are going to have success running it. And um, I think Utah's secondary – is probably the strength of their defense here. So I think that that's what I'm going to end up betting on. Okay. Yeah, no, I very well may add it. You never know. That's definitely, like I said, that's the side I was leaning. Um, but we shall see. Um, how many more do you have before you lock? Um, I was looking at Texas again. Again, uh, laying nine Kansas. against Kansas. Is it nine? Yeah. Okay. Um, is Bean still playing? Um. I believe. Yeah, that's a thing. Is that um, what's his name might come back? Daniels. Yeah, <laughs> well, they're gonna be fucking fired up because it's gonna give them the opportunity to be like, this is what we could have done if he wouldn't have got hurt. Even though I think they might have lost. Played one. well with in his absence, though. Yeah, it's their defense that makes them suck so bad. Yeah, I mean they're giving up. They're only stuffing twelve percent of runs and giving up three point four line yards per rush. It's like. Texas, after struggling so bad last week, it's like I don't know if I see them not being able to get anything done. The mm. biggest concern, though, is if I feel like Texas might be a little susceptible to a scrambling quarterback like that. Mm-hmm. That could get pick up yards and pick up third downs with his legs. So that's why I'm end up just probably just staying away from it. Okay. Um, so just your lock left? Yeah. Okay. How many more do you have left? <clears throat> just one more in my lock. All right. I'll give it out real quick. Um, I'm going – Back to the Tigers, LSU minus fourteen and a half over UAB. Um, Did it touch fourteen? This is I got it yesterday, fourteen and a half. I think it might have touched fourteen because that's a big difference. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I don't know. <coughs> I could be wrong. It maybe it didn't, but I don't know. Did you see? I never saw it hit fourteen. Okay, then maybe it didn't. I could have been looking at something else, but okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't love the hook, but I think we're 17, 28, 35 points better than this team, obviously. But, um, yeah, Harold Perkins, he's uh, he's playing like a man on a mission right now. 
um, SEC player, uh, defensive player of the week, two weeks straight now. Walter Camp, national player of the week, um, coming off a flu game. I mean, that was incredible. The game he had mm-hmm. this past Saturday. We got a lot of we got a lot of good guys on defense. Ojolari looks good. Um, and and this UAB defense gives up a lot of points. So I I think our offense could get back rolling this week. So I'm gonna take the Tigers minus fourteen and a half. Okay. What are your thoughts on this one? Because you know UAB better than most, but this one worries me a little bit. Yeah, it did as me. But I I was kind of expecting this to be more of a three-possession spread. And, like, I guess if I wasn't an LSU fan, what I was thinking in my head was, like, since I know LSU and I know UAB a little bit, that, like, if it was 17 or, or more, then I would – Take UAB. Yeah, you would want to start considering taking UAB. But Well, it's just about how good they are running the football. Yeah, they can run it, but they make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. So, LSU's kind of a team that the defense has been involving and capitalizing off of, yeah. like, big mistakes like that. So, I don't know. I don't I don't think that they're going to be able to score a whole bunch on us. Like, yeah. But the question is, is Ken Daniels bounce back after a down week where Arkansas did a really good job containing him and pressuring him. Mm-hmm. They didn't allow him to use his legs very much. So, um. He's got to just throw the ball. It comes down to that. Throw yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So, should be just locks left, correct? Yep. All right. I'll let you go ahead. <laughs> okay. I'm going Marshall at Georgia Southern. Oh. Marshall hasn't been the team we've been used to them running the football, but they're still averaging 193 Rushing yards per game with Cam Fancher at quarterback. It adds another element to the rushing attack. Georgia Southern's defense is horrible against the run. 225 rushing yards allowed per game. Only stuffing 12% of runs and allowing 3.6 line yards per rush. On top of that, Georgia Southern's offense is going against one of the best defenses. Well, the best defense in the Sun Belt and one of the best in the country. Like you said, number one on third down. 21.6% 21.6% number nine in total defense and number eight in points allowed in the country. Marshall is getting better this season, especially with Fantrack quarterback. Um, this this is a game I think Marshall controls behind its rushing attack and strong defense, so I'm going to go ahead and lay the points on the road with Marshall minus four. Very good. Good. That makes me feel even better. I thought you were – I was like, no way you're going to fucking take this. <laughs> no um, all right, well, good. All right, my lock of the week is two teams I know well, Duke and Pitt. Um, As I said last week, Narduzzi likes to do two things, play defense and run the football. Riley Leonard is a good quarterback with a bright future for Duke, but he is still young and can be rattled with some pressure. Pitt will be able to bring that pressure. Both of these teams rank inside the top 25 for time of possession. Duke at 24, Pitt ninth in the nation. Both have their fair share of struggles once they get into the red zone. Duke, 100th in the nation. Pitt, 80th. (coughs) Two run-heavy offenses with capable defenses. I'm taking the under 53 as my lock of the week. I do like Riley Leonard. Riley Leonard kind of struggles to hit the deep ball as well. I've noticed that throughout my time watching him play. A good quarterback, he does kind of have that it factor, in my opinion. He he just struggles to push the ball down the field deep uh, on too many occasions. 
like I said, Narduzzi, two things. Defense, run the football. I think the under is the play here. Uh, this is what I see the best value, so give me the under 53. Joseph, what is your lock of the week? <clears throat> I'm going back to my, uh, my favorite team to bet on, Washington State. Minus three and a half over Arizona. Um, you touched on Arizona a little bit. Uh, coming off a huge, huge, huge mm-hmm. win against UCLA. Um, but Washington State's very good team. I know UCLA as well. But I think that Washington State's strength more than UCLA is their defense. Um, Delora, Delora can move the ball offensively. I think that's why they had success last week against UCLA. But I don't think he'll have as easy of a time against this Washington State defense. They're giving up 38. Uh, Arizona's defense is giving up 38 points per game as well this year. So I think that sets the stage well for Washington State to cover here. Okay. All right, there you go. That is our college football plays for Week 12. I will do a quick recap, and then we'll go around the table. I am on Wisconsin and Nebraska under 40. Penn State minus 19. Marshall minus 4. UCLA plus three and the under 75. Utah, Oregon over 61 and a half. And my lock of the week is Duke and Pitt under 53. I'm going with New Mexico plus 14 and a half. Houston plus six. Marshall minus four as my lock of the week. Ole Miss, Arkansas over 60 and a half. UCLA plus two and a half. And Utah plus three. I'm going Baylor plus three over TCU. Um, USC, UCLA over 74 and a half. LSU minus 14 and a half. And my lock of the week is Washington State minus three and a half. All right, there you go. That is our best bets for NC for college football week 12. I don't know why I have to say like it's a video game. NFL week 11. Before we do that, we will recap week 10. Thursday night, Panthers and Falcons. Me and Nick were both on the Panthers plus three getting points at home. Marcus Mariota. Reverting back to his old ways like he was a Tennessee Titan. Uh, Broncos, uh, so Panthers plus three, we cash in there. They went out right. Broncos plus three. Russell Wilson's so fucking bad, dude. It's crazy. What happened? <laughs> yeah. But really, what happened? How does it, how? Is it the offensive line? No, it's uh, he sucked at Seattle last year. But did he suck? Yeah. He wasn't like that, I mean, that, not as bad though. as he is now, but I mean. I wanted him to come play for the Saints. He wasn't that bad. Not even fucking close. He I may mean, have been. he wasn't putting up. They sucked last year. He wasn't that bad. Not what he is right now. I think he's just trying, like, somewhere along the way, him, Pete Carroll, and everybody else over there had a dispute. Well, clearly they fucking don't like him. No. They come out of the woodworks to chirp him. Pete Carroll, everybody. But he thinks he's a pocket passer. Yeah, we talked about this. You were saying they yeah. need to get him out outside the pocket. When he was young field. and having success and making plays, it's yeah. like getting out. He would get outside the pocket but and, it's like and he, extend the play. He used to throw the perfect deep ball. Like he threw one in the game uh, the other day, and it was like it just looked funky. Like it looked like a Tua fucking deep ball where he's just like lollipopping it up there. And it's like, what happened? I don't get it. He fucking won a Super Bowl his rookie season. Like, but he had times where he was like a top quarterback in football. He was. I used to. De- I used to argue that he was the best quarterback. That I would take him over a lot of people, mm-hmm. if not everybody. 
because he was winning. He was the one who was going to put the drive together, win you the game. He could, he could, he was mobile a little bit. I don't know. This is like one of the most drastic fall offs for a quarterback that's not even that old. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady falling off. They're expected to fall off. They're old. Yeah, he's older, but he's not their age. At least I don't think. He's got to be. He's in his thirties. Got to be early thirties yeah. though, like thirty-one. If I had to Maybe guess, thirty. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I have no idea. But. Might be thirty-three. What is? What is? He, how old is he, Joseph? I don't. I don't feel. Regardless, it's like. I mean, when was his rookie season? It was the first year with the Legion of Boom when they won the. Yeah, it just I'm flies though. It does. <laughs> like, yeah, that was like a while back. Thirty-three. Okay. So, but still, I mean, you got Brady. How old's Brady? Forty fucking five. Yeah. So it's like, and Rogers is thirty seven. So it's like you got a. He's got another. By their metrics, yeah. Drew Drew was like thirty seven, thirty. He's got another three years of what should be top notch football. Drew Brees was lighting it up in two thousand seventeen. It's like, I don't know. It's just weird. the 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 fall from the fall from grace is crazy. Just the whole, his whole ego and shtick and all, everything that he tries to be just seems so fucking fabricated. Yeah, he's a fraud. Yeah. It's, it's, and all of it, all the players, even Tyler Lockett, who seems like he's like the nicest fucking guy. Tyler Lockett seems like, I mean, I haven't even hardly ever heard him like, Tyler Lockett's just kind of a bitch name. So it's like, it seems like a little boy's <laughs> name. And then, and then he comes out and he's talking shit about Russ. So it's like, oh, even the nice guys fucking hate you. So, I don't know. It's wild. But Broncos plus three, they don't get it done. They <coughs> lose again. Um, Vikings plus five and a half in a thriller of a game against the Bills. Went outright. The fumble on the one. Oh, can we talk about that? Do you think they should have taken a safety? No. I don't get it, dude. I, and people are, like, legitimately arguing this. Legitimately arguing that Josh Allen, first and goal from the one-yard line, one-inch yard line, where one-inch line, wherever the fuck they were, they are arguing that he should have intentionally taken a safety when they're up four. So then now they're up two and giving the ball back on a punt, not even a kickoff, on a punt. So they're going to get decent field position. And they're going to have to go 30, 40 yards to fucking kick yeah, a not even. field goal. 20 yards. Yeah. So it's like. People always love to say things in hindsight, though, you know. Well, yeah. It's like the, obviously the decision, if nobody is going to look at it and go, honestly, to be quite honest, I was going to say nobody, what I was going to say was nobody's going to look at it and go like, if you know the outcome, then you're going to take, it, it's obvious you're going to take the other one. But right. I personally would rather let them score a touchdown there than take a safety and give them the ball back. Yeah. I think I would rather let them score a touchdown and then get the ball back because they sent it to overtime and mm-hmm. had a chance to win it potentially. But if you take the safety, you are done. You lose. Oh yeah. Unless he misses a kick. I don't get it. And people are arguing this like till they're blue in the face over saying he should have intentionally taken a safety, punted the ball back. Then they, like you said, have to go 20 yards to kick a game winning field goal. I don't get it. I really don't. And the announcers were saying the same shit. Oh, I heard it the idiots. I was like, these guys get paid to talk about football. And you're out here telling people that they should do that. No, that look, way. no, first of all, it's like they say it after. Yeah. So whatever. But no one's no one fumbles a snap yes. in the NFL. Yeah. It's it's like the so fact that, rare. Yeah. You don't you don't plan for a fucking 
a fumble in the end zone. You plan to f- routinely take the snap and fall forward. That's for an a easy play inch. for him to get, especially Josh get enough Allen. room. Yeah, yeah. Of, of all quarterbacks, he's probably the best. Him yeah. and Jalen Hurts and them are probably the best at quarterback sneaks. And so, uh, Brissett. Yeah. Well, Andy Dalton. They said he was thirteen of fifteen oh, in yeah? his career on quarterback sneaks. Like that so fucking angry. matters. Yeah. <laughs> So Vikings plus five and a half, they went out right. Uh, and then my lock of the week, Raiders minus six and a half, bad pick. The Raiders are just a bad football team. It is fucking crazy that they're as bad as they are. It really is. It blows my mind. Yeah. Uh, Derek Carr was up there crying like a goddamn baby. I hated that. I don't know why. I don't know why I hated that so much. But it's like, it's not like, I mean, when you look at it from the grand scheme of things, he has kind of had to deal with a fuckload. Like the team moving, Gruden and all his shit, Mike Mayock, the GM and all his shit, the Antonio Brown saga, Henry Ruggs. I mean, it's been a lot for him. So I mm-hmm. kind of can get it, I guess. But it's like, God damn it, stop crying and go fucking win by seven points. Right. So I got a bet right on this. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just thought it was weird. But so I go two and two. Uh, you go two and one. You were We were both on Carolina Packers. Good pick. Yep. And then I, I didn't really watch a ton of I didn't get to OKC. see that either too much. I just know that it was 27 to 17. Yeah, so not really. Not I really. needed one more touchdown to get to 51. Yeah. Oh, 27 to 17. Well, I know there was a touchdown to Evan Ingram that got called off, that got taken off the board. I did see that. Yeah, I don't. I didn't get to see any really any of this game. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, two and one, though. Um with your usual three, um, that's sixty six percent. Joseph, you had four plays. You went two and two. You had Falcons minus three on Thursday night. Giants minus six and a half was a good bet. Titans minus three was a good bet. I was on the Broncos plus three, uh, and then the Browns Dolphins under forty eight and a half. I don't know what. Um, Not even close. No. No. Um, I keep dropping my shit. Getting it. All right. Um, so yeah, you go two and two. So I'm sitting at twenty seven and twenty eight, five and five in my locks of the week, and it has been a downtrend uh, for our locks because I started out doing very well. I want to say I might have been five and one. I was at least four and one, and then have completely collapsed in the locks of the week. So all we can do is uh, try to get back on track starting this week. So two and two, I'm 27, 28, five and five in my locks of the week. Nick went two and one, 19, nine and two, five, four and one in his locks of the week. <laughs> Joseph went two and two. He's 18, 21 and one, three, six and one in his locks of the week. And with that being said, we go ahead and turn our attention to NFL week 11 Thursday night. Um, I would say it's a better Thursday night matchup. What do you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, before we do get to that, though, I want to talk about the Saints. I don't want to talk about the Saints, but we're going to talk about the Saints. Um, it's just I have a lot of people like asking me my thoughts and all of that and where we're at. Um, obviously, along the way, we I mean, we've already talked about it on here. I had my intelligence questioned because I said that I wouldn't go with Andy Dalton because I thought Andy Dalton was a sack of shit. And he is. He is exactly a sack of shit. But it's uncharted territory because we've been really good and we've been a competitive team for 
since 2005, really. I know we had the three-year stretch after, uh, what was it, 14, 15, 16. We're fucked for a long time, I think. Yeah. I don't see any way that, like, this turns out well. No, I saw, like, when they were talking about trading Camaro, I was like, fucking trade him. Send him to somebody that he can go win a Super Bowl with. Yeah, or... Give him to the Bengals. He's not going to do us much good. No, he's not. And that's what people are like, oh, you're crazy. Like, I've already said on here, Alvin Kamara might be the best football player I've ever seen. Uh, Like, I know that can be extreme, but what he's able to do, like, at his best, he's as good as any football player. It's different metrics to understand when you're going by positions, whatever, running back-wise. Yeah. One of the best, if not the best running back I've ever seen play football. With that being said, he's not doing us any good. We we have shit we have to figure out. Trade him to the Bengals. We'll pull for fucking Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. I'll still I'll always be a Saints fan. I watch I watched last week. I'll watch every week. And I just want to fucking pull my hair out. But <coughs> I mean, there's no hope in sight for a minute. Like for the foreseeable future. Yeah, it's like you you're talking about what are we three and seven now? Yeah. Yeah, so or yeah, three and seven, and we don't have our first round pick. And we've got, even though I understand the cap situation, we don't have a quarterback. Yeah, that's the number one. We don't have a quarterback. We are soon to not have a head coach. We better, dude. I fucking hate Dennis Allen so much. I have yet to see him get up and accept responsibility that we're fucking horrible. I have yet. I, he doesn't get up there and say it starts with me. We fucking suck. He's talking about it's unfortunate that the injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys just got to execute. Guys just got to execute. That's what he keeps saying. This dude is a fucking dumb piece of shit. I swear to God. I don't know who's fucking more dumb. I don't know who's dumber. Andy Dalton or fucking Dennis Allen. Did you see Andy Dalton in the postgame press conference? They threw that ball up to Kevin White there at the end. And he goes, ah, it's unfortunate that he didn't come down with it. You fucking underthrew it. He had him beat. He fucking underthrew the ball. Yeah, no shit. It's unfortunate he didn't come down with it. He had him beat. He threw a fucking bad ball. I had my intelligence questioned. I was called stupid for saying that I would go with Jameis over Andy Dalton. And my ego doesn't fucking, that doesn't sit well with my ego. That I had people that don't know a goddamn thing about football try to tell me that I was wrong, and I was the president of the Jameis fan club. This was already fucking written in stone. If we go with Andy Dalton, I said it when we were sitting in Arizona. If you go with Andy Dalton after he just imploded in the first half, then you give, you've give you given up on the season. You've given up on the season. So the season is over. All these people talking about the division being bad. The division is bad, which is why the, it was a perfect opportunity for Dennis Allen, that fucking dumb, he looks like he listens to Kid Rock still, that stupid moron, got handed the keys to a fucking Ferrari and just drove it off a cliff. The division was set on a platter for us to fucking win. The season is over. We're not winning the division. We can't even beat the goddamn Pittsburgh Steelers with Kenny Pickett, who fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, we can't beat the Steelers. So it, it, the the Buccaneers are going to win the division it's not even up yeah. for it's not even up for debate if they don't the 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 fucking panthers have a better chance of winning the division than we do so i 
this blind optimism. I'll still watch. I'll fucking hate every second of it. But yeah, I had people. I had. Uh, I had absolute morons try to come for me and tell me I didn't know what I was talking about. In regards to the quarterback, I didn't know what I was talking about because I bet on the Saints to win the Super Bowl. But in regards to Andy Dalton, I knew exactly what I was fucking talking about. What do you? What, where are you at? <laughs> I don't know, thoughts? dude. We're just screwed. We're screwed for forever. We're gonna like we're gonna I mean, have to I, go. I through. fell asleep. <laughs> like I'm worried we're gonna turn into like I'm worried we're gonna fucking turn into like the Jaguars or the fucking Browns or. We've wasted. We missed. Maybe we'll get Arch Manning in uh, f- four years. He might snap his goddamn leg at Texas. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's about how long we're gonna have to wait. Like, it's gotta be. It's gonna have to be four years of horseshit, and then probably another two to three years of like trying to figure it out, and maybe starting to make some strides. Like, we're got a decade before we're competitive. Like, legitimately, yeah. All of our players are old. On yeah, the defense. So, Demario Davis, one of my favorite players of all time. I, I I still remember the day we signed him from the Jets, and I was like, "That's one of the best free agent pickups of of our entire existence." Like, he's gonna be a stud. Tyron Matthew comes home and goes out fucking sad, sad as fuck. Jarvis Landry, my god, <laughs> welcome back, dude. What are we fucking doing? I. I it's a it's a disgrace. It really is. The, the hype around this season for what we got. Dennis Allen is such a dumb piece of shit. He will never get a head coaching job again. And I hope to God he doesn't sit courtside at the Pelicans games. Fuck that dumb bitch. Put him up in the, ble- in the nosebleeds where Morris Bart used to put those kids that he was sponsoring. I remember I was at a game and they're like, oh, Morris Bart paid for this fucking class to come to had him up there at the worst seat in the house yeah paid two dollars a ticket yeah worst seat in the house morris barch courtside with his fucking snakeskin boots on and he's got these kids up there with binoculars that's where that's where goddamn dennis allen needs to go i don't want to see his fucking kids his that mm, that stupid fucking i hate that dumb piece of shit so much you finessed us you finessed us did you come in and think you were gonna do well he had to know he had to know. We suck. We're fucking undisciplined. Sean Payton comes back and talks to him. And we goddamn, we skunked the Raiders 24 to nothing. Right after Sean Payton comes in and like probably told everybody, hey, do this. And then when he left, Dennis said, okay, now we're going to do this. And we fucking suck again. I, I hate Dennis Allen. And I'm questioning Mickey Loomis now. And I've always been in Mickey Loomis's corner. So, um... All of y'all that said I didn't know what I was talking about, go fuck yourself. You're, you're, you were reaping the benefits now of uh, what you wanted. Everyone's backtracking now and saying, oh, well, we need to go with Taysom. That's, what, that's the new thing. Oh, yeah. We've already went with him. He sucks too. He's not a fucking quarterback, dude. That's what's all. The offense was the best it looked. He threw one fucking 12-yard curl route to Alave. He doesn't need the keys now because he did that. One 12-yard curl route, and we're like, give the keys to Taysom. I mean, take them out of Andy Dalton's hand. I'll fucking, Stevie, I'd give the keys to Stevie Wonder before I gave them to Andy Dalton, but I don't know. Moral of the story is we suck, and we're going to suck for a decade. So, um, and my ego wants to tell all those guys to go fuck themselves, but I already did. So, all right. Uh, NFL Week 11. 
The future's dark. There is no future, to be honest. We're going to watch the Eagles go get a fucking... The Eagles are going to... With all our fucking players and our picks. Yeah. The Eagles are going to get... I mean, who knows? Somebody incredible. Somebody that'll step in right away and be fucking really, really good. It's incredible. We suck. Bad. Um, The latest projection I saw had Will Levis going ahead of Hendon Hooker. That's fucking stupid. Um, But maybe Hendon Hooker will drop to the second round, and he'll be our savior. Yeah. That or he'll come in and he'll fucking be Jameis Winston. So. But anyway, Thursday night, Packers and who is it? Tennessee uh, Titans. Right. In in Lambeau, <laughs> Packers are getting three. Which side are you leaning? Um, This is my lock. Okay. Then we'll come back to it. <laughs> I'm taking the Packers at home. Did is it? No, three-point favorites, yeah, not, not favorites. getting three. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers minus three. What are you taking? Packers minus three and under 41 and a half. I haven't learned from uh, our former producer's mistakes. Um, what? Doubling up the Thursday game. I'm 2-0 and when I did that this year. Doubt it. Oh, yeah. I don't recall. Oh, yeah, Brown Steelers. No. <laughs> um... I think I have three other plays. Yeah, it's gonna be really cold. Two and then my lock. Twenty four degrees. For real? That's mm-hmm. not that's not even that cold. It's not that Lambeau. cold for Is Lambeau. Is it snowing? But, no, no snow. But I I see it being a slow game. That's why I, um, I took the under here. Titans have a pretty solid defense. Packers boast one as well. Okay, I am gonna take uh, the Bears plus three on the road against the Falcons on Sunday. Justin Fields kind of can't be stopped. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of weird. Um, yeah, because who we bet against them with the uh, Commanders, and he sucked. Yeah, that one Thursday night game. Yeah, well, we had no business covering that. Oh with yeah, the, with the Commanders, we got an, <coughs> extremely lucky um, with some turnovers, and then they got stopped on like the one inch line. So that was fortunate. But um, yeah, I think the Falcons. What we saw on Thursday, I feel like is. Uh, a precursor of what's to come for the rest of their season. And then the bears are quietly like not figuring it out. They still suck, but Justin Fields, it's like, good God, just run him. Nobody can catch him. Yeah. He's fast. Uh, so yeah, give me the bears plus three. What is your first one Sunday? Um, shit. I guess I'm going to the chargers. I'm going to take chargers plus six and a half going against Kansas city. Okay. At home. Yeah. Didn't we talk about this game earlier when they first played? Yeah. We were both on it or somebody was I was on, on the Chiefs. It y'all, was a three-point spread then. Yeah. Y'all were on... Chargers. But it ended up going the Chargers' way. Yeah. Yeah. It was Herbert kind of a that back and forth. You remember Herbert threw that pick six. And then... <laughs> and then... Uh, I don't remember how what exactly happened. Oh, that. Herbert... Was incredible faking an injury and right. then he fucking laser. Oh, it was it backdoor on. bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it was that backdoor bullshit. Yeah, on the last play too, when they didn't kick the field goal, when it made sense to kick the field goal, because they needed the onside kick down two possessions, and then they end up going for it on fourth and like sixteen or some shit. Four, it might have been like fourth and eight, but whatever. Um, yeah. Now that you say it, I remember it. Um, I'm also going to take the Commanders minus three on the road against the Texans. We're going with Ro- some uh, 
some road teams. Well, well, no, I guess. I mean, road teams, yeah, but not road favorites. Um, yeah, give me the commanders on the road. Uh, I feel like Heineke's not good, but I feel like he just keeps willing them to victory in a sense, but the defense is really finally clicking. That that D lines, they've drafted fucking D linemen in the first round like the last four years, it seems. So it's like it's about time that they start mm-hmm. kind of getting some return on that. Um their defense is good. So I, I I don't think I think they'll be able to stop the uh rushing attack of the Texans and then force Davis Mills into some iffy situations and then it's just Ken. I feel like Brian Robinson too is getting stronger each week. So yeah, give me the commanders, uh minus three on the road. Joseph, what's your first one for Sunday? My first one, I'm going Browns Bills under forty three and a half. <clears throat> this is this is kind of a weather play. Uh, twenty seven degrees, which again is not that cold, but there's expected to be two to five inches of snow in this game mm. in Buffalo. Under what? Under forty three and a half. Okay. I'm expecting that line to move down. I mean, I'm sure they already knew there was snow. So is it snowing in the during the game? Or is it just yeah. snow in general? Yeah, through all four quarters. Okay. From what I saw. Because if it's a lot like, of humidity, if it's pre, they'll just get it off the field. But if it's right. during, then yeah, that'll. But I don't know that two. If it's five inches, then that'll probably yeah. cause If it. they can't start, if visibility becomes an issue. <coughs> but I've seen snow games go over big time. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them was Green Bay Packers. I do remember. Fucking Tennessee Titans. I was like, oh, Derrick Henry. Yeah. Gonna be like fucking Santa sleigh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not so fast. Fucking Adams and Rodgers smashed them, and the game went way over. Yep, I do remember. Um, All right, all I have is my lock left. I have just four plays this week. I may add, um, depending on how Thursday goes, but so far I'm just sticking with the four. Okay. What do you have? Just That's just your lock left? Um, no, I have a, a another play. Okay, you're doing just the three total again, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I went out of order. I'm going Bengals Steelers. I'm laying the points with the Bengals, minus four and a half. I was thinking about this as well. They're supposed to get Jamar Chase back, right? I hope. I think so. I think they are. They said he's going to test it at practice. So. Yeah, I think. But I think it's a big reason why they didn't put him on IR. When they first played, this was week one, right? And they didn't do a good job of protecting Burrow. Yeah. TJ Watt it was is a, back it now. It was a... Um, but hopefully this will be like a, they know what happened, so they fucking show up and... Yeah, they lost this game, huh? Yeah. Yep. I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. in week one. Yeah, because they started out real slow. In overtime, they lost. Yeah. Um. Yeah, TJ <laughs> Watt just, just got back against the Saints, so he'll be back to wreak havoc for Burrow. But yeah, no, I think... Uh, I mean, the Steelers, I understand they ran the ball on the Saints. The Steelers still have, even with that being said, they haven't shown much of a rushing attack. And then putting it on Kenny Pickett's shoulders, it's like, I mean, I'll win the bet. Matt Crow has no future in this league. But <laughs> but Kenny Pickett ain't exactly looking too, uh, too spectacular. He's got two touchdowns and eight interceptions. <laughs> He's got to make <laughs> Maybe the Pro Bowl. take the goddamn gloves off. I think off, no Kenny. one might win this bet. Well, we will. It'll just take a decade. Uh, well, yeah, no, I mean. It's going to take a lot of injuries, and then, like... I mean, who knows, man? Corral might have got his shot and lit it up, dude. But Walker... Yeah, I think they're going back to Baker. Yeah. Yeah, so Corral has no chance of returning. I thought Walker played well on Thursday. Yeah, he didn't play bad. I don't know what's going on. He's injured. Corral has no chance of coming back this season, right? No. 
Okay. Um. All right. Yeah. All I have left is my lock. So I got two plays. I'll give them out real quick. All right. Go ahead. Uh, first, I'm going Cowboys minus one and a half on the road against the Vikings. Okay. That seems kind of silly. Maybe being that the Vikings are at home, it's got the crowd behind them, and they've been playing well. They just beat probably one of the best teams in the NFL. But I like the Cowboys in this spot here. Um, coming off a probably definitely their toughest loss of the season. It was it was a bad loss for them, and Vikings coming off their best win. I thought this number should have been a little bit bigger uh, than one and a half. I think Dallas defense steps up big here on the road and can get a lot of pressure on Kirk Cousins. Um, and then my next pick before my lock is Cardinals plus eight. Simply just that's too many points at home. Uh, I guess a good 49ers team, good defense in the 49ers, but they're still a little banged up. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cardinals plus eight at home. I'm going to be honest. All right. I think I might bet the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. I think the 49ers are going to, like, they have a run on their hands here. What do you think? Maybe so. I mean, I liked them last year. The addition of McCaffrey? Yeah. And Garoppolo's now really just doing exactly. And they used Mitchell a lot last week. Exactly what he needs to do is just don't lose him the game. Yeah. I hope he's going to grab another lozenge. <laughs> um, yeah. Good God, help him. You got you got something in your pocket or something. I'm give not feeling well either. Give him a piece of gum. Yeah, I know. We're, we're, we're fighting through it. I feel fine. I feel incredible. Uh, but clearly Joseph's not feeling well. That is. Now he's going. I like um. But yeah, apparently you're under the weather as well, dude. Fucking lay off the fucking cocaine. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't uh, I I don't know what the odds are. I keep trying to look at it on the personal book, but it's a fucking shit show, and they never have the odds up there. Yeah, fucking nuts. But I would I would consider the Forty Niners to win the Super Bowl. So I just. That defense is only getting healthier. And then mm-hmm. McCaffrey coming back. It was like, that was like really what they were missing, I feel like. So if they could, Kittle just fell off as well. I don't, Kittle was so dominant for like a couple years. There, oh, yeah. And then now he's just not really. So, but between him, Debo, IU kind of catching his strides a little bit. Not really, but, you know, for the sake of taking him to win the Super Bowl. Um, but with that being said, you shouldn't listen to a fucking word I say when it comes to taking anybody <laughs> to win the Super Bowl this year because the teams that I bet on, um, going out on a limb with the fucking hometown team, which is a shitbag fucking team, and then you've got the other team, their goddamn quarterback's crying like a baby. Yeah. We're fucking nine weeks in, and he's up there crying. You be real hard. Fucking figure it out, dude. Jesus Christ. You got Max Crosby and goddamn Chandler Jones coming off the edge on defense. Y'all still suck. But um, I guess all we have left is locks. All right. I I, I need to look into odds because <laughs> I think I'm going to do that. All right. Oh, I'm going with the Packers. Uh, yeah, oh, that's right. Minus three. That's my lock of the week. I should have made it my lock last week. I thought about making them my lock, too, to be honest, but I just have some weird thing in my brain about Thursday. I don't know why. Uh, it's like I don't want to, like, potentially get off to on the wrong foot, which is not the right way. We've already talked about this. It's not the right way to look at it at all. But, uh, yeah, I think the Packers are 
the easy play here. So Yeah, I mean, they're getting things going. Everybody that doubted Rodgers is going to have to pay now. <laughs> he, he I'm said, a big Rodgers fan. Are you? Yeah. Because of the vaccine? Yeah, that. Um, I used to not like him because I was a big Brett Favre fan. Uh-huh. But Brett Favre, you know. It's not a good time to be a Brett He's had Favre. better days. It is not a good. There's more shit coming out. Yeah, I don't want to even hear it. Dude. I already heard about when he was with the Jets and all that. That happened. There was many scandals with him. But um. <laughs> There was a lot of shit, actually. Brett Favre's kind of a terrible person, yeah. it seems. But, uh, boy. Just seeing him running down the field with his arms up, there's nothing better to me than that. He's doing the Monday night, the Monday night tribute to his dad. Um, yeah, he's but no, well, yeah, Roger. I'm a big Rogers fan now. Yeah, me too. Because he went on Rogan's podcast. Yeah, got that. Tattoo. I fucking like everybody that goes on Rogan because <laughs> I'm nuts. Even Bernie Sanders. Yeah, and um, uh, who else went? Hillary Clinton might have went. Nah. No, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, too far. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers got the forearm tattoo with, like, the lion and the clock and all the weird shit that even he doesn't know what it means. He's like, oh, I just I liked it, and it, it spoke to me. It's like, yeah, what did it say? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, my lock of the week is, at home, the New York football Giants minus three. Lions, um, pretty sure just got a win. Yeah. Outright. 31-30. Against the Bears. Now you got to go on the road against the 7-2 Giants, who I believe, let's see. That's right. They just got the win over Houston. Um, Fresh off of their bye week after that. I think the Giants, I still been saying it. Giants are good. Minus three against a really bad Lions defense. I'll I'll take the Giants. My lock of the week. At home. What is uh, your lock, Joseph? I'm going with the Giants. Minus three is my lock of the week. <laughs> well, would you look at that? Yep. I love it. Are you going to add the Giants minus three for your first ever four picks this year? No. No? <laughs> um, all right. To recap, Thursday night, I got the Packers minus three. I have the Bears plus three on the road. I have the Commanders minus three on the road. And then my lock of the week is the New York football Giants minus three. I'm going with Packers on Thursday night is my lock minus three. Chargers plus six and a half and Cincinnati minus four and a half. Okay. Thursday night I'm going two plays. Packers minus three in the under forty one and a half. I'm going to Browns, Bills, under forty three and a half. Cardinals plus eight. Cowboys minus one and a half. And my lock of the week is the Giants minus three. All right. There you go. That is our NFL week eleven plays and our lock of the week. And that will pretty much do it for uh the football portion, we'll do the top three real quick, even though y'all are struggling health-wise. <laughs> um, I am struggling big time. Uh, all right, top three Thanksgiving dishes. I mean, are you even a big Thanksgiving guy? Yeah, I like it. But you've been dieting for like years now. <laughs> so, like, do you break the diet for Thanksgiving? Yes. Well, I don't know. I eat so much for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. I feel like 10 you, pounds of food at least. I feel like you have to. If you don't. Maybe 15. If you diet throughout the year and you don't break it for Thanksgiving and Christmas, then some, then you're weird. Like I don't trust you. Like people who put all those bumper stickers on their cars. Like, I hate people with bumper stickers. <laughs> you can't trust them, dude. <laughs> they got too many too many messages that they're trying to give out to the world that they probably don't believe. So. Yeah, probably just um keep your thoughts to yourself, you know? Yeah, just just drive your car. Right. Um. All right. My top three, three to one. Number three, 
pumpkin pie. <coughs> nice. It's got to be done correctly, though. Oh, my grandma fucking one year. Like, she knows I like pumpkin pie when it's done correctly. It's a specific, like, has to be done correctly or else it kind of sucks. One year, she didn't tell everybody, but she fucking took out the sugar and did stevia. Uh-uh. I was, I was like, what the fuck is this, dude? Like, why would you do that? <laughs> she made them all like that. Make one like that. Yeah. It was bad. It was not good at all. So that I hope we don't have a replication of that year, or else it'll be a bad Thanksgiving. Uh, number two, corn or carrot souffle. Okay. Both are kind of different, but both are fucking good. I mean, if you've ever gone with me to the the casino buffet, I mean the carrot souffle, I could get a whole plate of that. It's <laughs> but but corn souffle is also good. It's a little different, less sweet, but really fucking good. I I went away from like ham and turkey. I feel like that was obvious. Yeah. So, uh, number one, baked macaroni and cheese. I mean, preferably with the longer noodles. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like. I feel like that's got to be number one for everybody. So, yeah. What is your yours? Is probably like some fucking oyster dressing. No, I fucking hate oyster <laughs> dressing. <laughs> All right, what is yours? Three, um, three to one. Shit, dude. This is the biggest thing. Is like I like cornbread. Uh huh. Stuffings. I don't know what everything's called. The merlaton. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I like a fried, fried Cajun fried turkey. Yeah. I don't like fucking the baked turkey, dude. You just wasted a turkey. Okay, I mean, I don't hate baked turkey, but the fried it sucks turkey, the fried turkey compared way to fried turkey. It doesn't. I mean, I you got to put gravy on it, yeah. for it to even, yeah, to even eat it. It's fucking dry. Yeah, no, the fried turkeys are where it's at for sure. Um, but a lot of people burn their houses down in the process. Yeah, that's why you do it outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but then they'll do it under the overhang and shit, and they'll burn yeah. it down. Um, so wait, your three is what? Um, shit, cornbread <laughs> stuffing, depending on how you like it. They do it in a bunch of different ways, but I love cornbread. Um, merlaton, what's yo? I don't yeah, I eat fully. I don't fully like. I couldn't describe it to you to a T. Like is that what it's called? Some shit. Yes. Yeah. It's good. Nah, it's good, bro. Um, <laughs> and then fried turkey. Yeah. All right. What is your three? Number three, green bean casserole. Sister makes a mean one. Um, have you ever had corn casserole? Is that? It's probably I, like what I'm thinking. It's probably similar, but yeah, that shit's really good. Yeah. Sister makes that too. Uh, my number two is baked mac and cheese. Logan touched on it. You can't go wrong with that. Well, everybody gets it. Not everybody gets the Merlaton shit. Not everybody gets... What is that face? Not everybody gets it. Um, there's certain things that not every... I don't go to the green bean casserole. Yeah. Nobody passes up baked macaroni. No. That's a fact. You might pretend you do because of the carbs and shit, but you're getting baked macaroni. You I like you um are. sweet potato casserole. Yeah, that's good yeah, too. That's really good. Yeah. All right. But so... You're not getting green bean casserole, though. No, because that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> when he said that, I was thinking I in my head, dude. Really? Dude. Yeah. Either y'all? No. What's in it? Green dude, beans it's and, like, like cream. And yeah. Fucking... And, like, breadcrumbs on top. Yeah. Dude, it's so good. That's for old people. Yeah. 
who oh, like who don't soul. have real teeth. Yeah, like an old folks home Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to fuck up. They don't want like they've got dentures and they don't want anything too tough. Um, all right, what's your number one? Uh, number one, this is what I said. Y'all might think is weird, um, but specifically how I make it. I love my mom's uh, spinach casserole. Well, I take a Hawaiian roll, I put a piece of turkey on it, and then a little bit of spinach casserole. Maybe if you're feeling crazy, put some put so, some mac and so cheese on it. Two make of a your top sandwich. three are casseroles, and one is green beans, the other spinach? No. Spinach casserole goes on the... My number one is a Hawaiian, yeah. roll, Hawaiian roll sandwich with those things in it. Turkey? It, is your mom making them already pre-made as sandwiches? Like is it no, like I'm making it. Then that ain't a dish. See, this is what I was talking about. That's not a dish. This is what I was saying. To everybody, it's different. That's a dish that's a dish for me. Yeah, I guess. It ain't a dish. If she was coming up with like a whole fucking oh, well, pan right. full of Hawaiian make, rolls. Make them this year. Yeah. Okay. And bring them and see. All right. My number one is Hawaiian rolls. How's that sound? <laughs> Stupid. Huh? Exactly. It's an amalgamation. It's a great Combination of everything. Two out of your top three are casseroles and one's green beans Dude, and one's y'all, spinach. Y'all don't like casseroles? I don't. I mean, it ain't like the selling point for me. Casseroles are not the selling point. The cornbread stuffing is fucking really good. The selling point for everybody is fucking mac and cheese. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to put that as number one. Yeah, but you got to put that gravy on it. On the mac and cheese? Yes. Red gravy or brown mm. gravy? Brown gravy. Mm. Red gravy if you got it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, dude. I like the mac and cheese as it is, baked. But it has to be baked. <laughs> if you don't bake your mac and cheese, then don't fucking invite me. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I got. Honorable mention. Um, I mean, I had pumpkin pie at three. I like apple pie, though. You like pecan pie? I don't. Not I don't dislike it, but um it's super sweet, so I kinda one bite and I'm good. Yeah. Um you prefer do y'all have ham? Yeah, I do like candied ham. Dude. The brown sugar ham. Yeah. Oh God. And then Yeah, I will say Lindsay's family makes um they make the it's like a baked macaroni, but like with the breadcrumbs on top. But it's not as like, it's like pretty cheesy, like not super like, I don't know. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I got to say. I'm ready. Yeah, no, I'm getting ready too because I'm, I'm going to start figuring out what everything's called too. There, yeah, there, and there's a lot of football on that day. I think there's more football than normal. Yeah. And I think like the day after there's football oh, too. Oh, yeah. It's always a big day the Friday after. Yeah. Go to Hooters. There might be football on the day before then. Go to Hooters <laughs> on Black Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. You got an honorable mention? Um, I said sweet potato casserole. I mean. I like just bread, dude. Like he said Hawaiian rolls, but like actual, like not necessarily Hawaiian rolls, but like. Homemade rolls. Yeah, like yeast, yeah. yeast bread rolls. Fuck. So fucking good. And then some sweet tea. Shit. I'm dieting. I'm dieting starting now and then for the next two weeks, and then I'll break it, and then I'll get back to it, and then I'll break it in Christmas. But, all right, episode 133 in the books. Uh, do you have anything to say before we go? 
Adios. Got anything? That's it. I hope I hope you feel better, Nick. <laughs> Thanks. I hope you feel better. That was sweet of y'all. Uh, again, the winner of the hundred dollar giveaway, Chuck Digi underscore two one nine. That's Chuck D I G I underscore two one nine. Reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter or YouTube, and we will get with you and get your information. Get you uh, your hundred dollars sent over to you. Your hat, your shirt. Congratulations. Episode one thirty three. Y'all have a good one. Who that? Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rushed. It felt like I rushed. It was good. I liked it.